Now, an hour of clarity for exhausted people of our nation mired in toxic partisanship. Left versus right, us versus them. While we pay to keep our politicians fighting, how do we the people rise up and solve the great challenges of our time? We do it by embracing freedom and liberty. There may be no such thing as a free lunch, but this hour is as close as it gets. Welcome to A Free Solution. Hey, welcome everybody to A Free Solution. I am Larry Sharp, host of the Sharpwave Show most evenings, but today, I'm right now, I am here. A Free Solution. WYSL, Rochester, New York, WENY, ENI, Elmira, and Corning, The Patriot. And of course, W-A-C-K in Newark. The cool Newark, the one in New York. 585-346-3000. I want you to think, if you would for a moment, about how we can fix or make better, I should say, New York State. New York State is in a tough spot, no doubt. Been in a tough spot for years, no doubt. Locally, we've been struggling because our state government has been oppressive, hurting any local opportunities, making people not really feel like they can even make a change, which means so many New Yorkers are leaving. We... As a state, we're lucky. We only lost one congressperson. We should have lost two. And the reason why we didn't is two things. One, last year didn't count. Last year would have been, if counted, a disaster of all the people leaving. And we counted every immigrant we possibly could. Everyone. Doubled down, made some assumptions, all kind of stuff, which it is what it is. But we still lost over a million New Yorkers and more are leaving and have been leaving. Why do I bring this up? Because I get notes, emails, uh, Twitter, tweets, DMs about things that are happening with the governor's race all the time. Recent one I got was that Giuliani's kid, Andrew, is going to run. So we're going to have King Andrew the second. I'm kidding. I'm teasing. Just because your name's Andrew doesn't mean anything. Just teasing. But now we're going to have his son run. Giuliani's son run. Not that I'm against anybody running. They want to run. Go ahead. I ran. No worries. Run if you want to. I just want you to think that this has become our answer. Our answer has become... Let's get anybody with a name. That's been our answer. Not just Republicans. I mean, Republicans too, of course, too, also. Democrats do the same stuff. Do you remember when Hillary Clinton came from another state and then ran for a senator and won? There were, give or take, 19 or 20 million New Yorkers then. And we thought the answer was get someone who was from Illinois then from Arkansas, then D.C., to move to New York and rule us. We thought that was the right answer. 
Again, not against Giuliani. But that's where our heads are. That's the part that bothers me. That's where our heads are. You know what we need? Somebody who's got a cool last name. And then we'll just do that. Because that's the right answer. It's the wrong reason. It was the wrong reason to bring Hillary Clinton here. It was the wrong reason to bring, well, not bring, but to have someone like Giuliani run. It's the wrong reason. If there are people out there, and maybe there are, who think Andrew is talented or connected or whatever or has the skill set to be the governor of New York, awesome. That's great. I don't think that's the case here. Not that he doesn't have those. I think we don't even care. And to be forward, I don't know if he has any of those skills. He might. He might be an amazing guy who could be a great governor. That's possible. But that's not why we care. Is there some amazing policy he's thrown out in the last three years? No. And I would argue, has there been anybody, Republican or Democrat, in this state, Who's been throwing out great policies? Well, besides me, clearly. Clearly, that's all I ever do. But who else is? If you're a Democrat, you go, I'm going to save you from the evil Republicans. And if you're a Republican, you go, I'm going to save you from the evil Democrats. That's your entire campaign. When I saw that Giuliani was going to run, all I thought was, damn it, more of the same. That's what I thought. More the same. Where is the real outsider that is going to do something that's going to impact our state? Democrat or Republican? I mean, clearly, I did not want when I ran, when I ran, obviously, I didn't, I didn't want Cynthia Nixon to be governor. But she would have been an outsider. I'll give her that. She would have been an outsider. Something different. Maybe she could have fixed something or changed something or thought differently. Maybe. But we keep getting status quo. And status quo doesn't work for us. There's a rule in both the military and also in business. When you're winning, don't gamble. When you're doing well, status quo is good. And for most people in life, that's true. If you're doing well, you're good to go. You're like, yeah, this is going perfectly. I'm doing well. I'm making a killing. Life is good. Let's just go, you know, to status quo. I know many people who are doing well, and they're happy with, uh, you know, a Biden or a Liz Cheney because they're status quo. Great. Keep them. Why we get rid of status quo people? Well, because you're doing fine. I get it. This state's not doing fine. This state doesn't need status quo. This state is in trouble. And if you don't think that, I get it, but you're probably not listening to the show. Just saying, if you're if you're doing fine, you're probably not listening to the show. I mean, you might be, but odds are you're not. You're you're seeing problems. You're like, okay. I'm not happy here. I'm not happy here. I'm not happy here. You're seeing problems. That's why you listen to the show. If you think everything's fine, Giuliani's your guy. 
Why not? Hey, keep Cuomo. Great. But you and I both know that you either know someone directly or maybe even someone in your family who's packed up and left this state because they couldn't take it anymore. I told you last week about a thing called zombie houses. You may remember that. Zombie houses. I warned last year that things are going to get so bad, so bad, that people are going to pack up and just leave their houses. Just leave them. Walk away. Don't care about rent. Don't care about mortgage. Nothing. See you in court, bank. I'm out. That's happening so much that you can go to the New York State site. NewYork.gov. Or is it NYS.gov? NY. Mm. NY.gov? I've actually forgotten which one. It's .gov. The .gov site. You can go to that site. And they talk about zombie houses. It's a thing now. They have a name for it. That's how common it is. People walking by, driving by someone's house and go, looks like they haven't mowed the lawn in like three weeks. What's going on? Look at all the mail there. Oh my God. Yes. People are walking away like there's no tomorrow. If you like Andrew Giuliani, good for you. Whatever. Fine. Just realize something. He's status quo like the rest. He's literally literally a legacy. He's literally a legacy. Why would I think that's a good idea? Again, if you're happy and you think New York State's just awesome, legacy it in. That would be the right vote for you. It's not how I'm feeling. It's not what I'm thinking. This is not the right vote. A- any establishment, not just him. Any establishment. Not the right vote at all for this state. But I'm going to go down a road that will make some of you unhappy. Because I know that a lot of New Yorkers still love Trump. I know that. With that in mind, a lot of your brethren, who also like Trump, have left New York. We talk about people who are leaving New York. A whole lot of them were people who would have supported Trump. They're leaving. So now you have someone like Giuliani connect to Trump or anyone else, Republican Party, connect to Trump. Are New York State people going to vote for that person? It's a question to ask yourself. New York State is what? Two and a half to three times Democrat to Republican. And the vast majority of those Democrats can't stand Trump. The vast majority can't stand Trump. So now, what do you think His Majesty, King Andrew Cuomo II, is going to do in his literally $20 million campaign to become governor again? What's he going to do to any Republican that's connected to Trump? He is going to make them Trump. That's what he's going to do. He's going to say, Giuliani is Trump. Same guy. Whoever. Insert Republican into Trump. If if Stefanik runs, I don't know if she's going to run or not, but if she does, Trump. It's going to turn off a huge chunk of this state. I want change. I don't want our current governor. I want change. I think we're broken. I want us fixed. Do you agree? Am I off on this one? Do you like Giuliani? 585-346-3000. Larry Sharp on a free solution. 
back after the break. Your business relies on computers and technology to operate. Slow, unreliable networks and servers can cause unplanned downtime and affect your bottom line. The experts at Simple Tech Innovations are here to help. Their preventative maintenance program ensures that your computers and network are kept up to date and monitored for any issues, keeping your business running smoothly. They also help clients achieve HIPAA, PCI, and New York State cybersecurity compliance to keep your network safe safe and secure. Whatever your business IT needs are, Simple Tech Innovations should be your first call. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. Call them today for a free consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. Free solution. Hey, it's Larry Sharp here, back on our free solution. WYSL, Rochester, New York, WENYENI, Elmira, Corning, The Patriot, and WACK, Newark, New York. Reach out to me, 585 346 3000. You know, this show is not only on when I'm on, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, it's on every day. Yes, it is. And to figure out who's on and what cool stuff's going on, you can just follow us if you want to. You can follow Our Free Solution on Facebook and YouTube. If you do that, you get to hear the cool Kevin Wilson and sometimes the super-duper cool Andrew Hollister. Not too shabby. I keep trying to pull him back on. I know. I hope he's listening. Be like, damn it, I got to go back on again. You do, Andrew. You do. Just got to come back on. Sorry. So, yes. So, we get them all on. Follow them. And we'll be rocking and rolling. Before the break, I was talking heavily about the idea of status quo, not being the right answer for the state, needing real change. And I have a call. I'm not sure if he's going to agree with me or not. It's just Craig from Clinton. How are you, sir? Good. How are you, Larry? I'm doing awesome, man. Talk to me. Well, if you know me, you know I'm a big fan of uh, Cuomo. I think he's a great guy. <laughs> I know you love him. You you guys are BFFs. Yeah, yeah, we're real tight. Um, it's funny because I happened to watch uh, Fox News the other night with my pa- uh, my parents, and they were talking about King Andrew lifting the mask mandate. And yep. who did they have on but Republican candidate Mark Marinera? I'm like, what they do? Do they call him and schedule the interview at the same time? You know, they don't even hide the fact you're talking about legacies. It's all the same people. And then they like unironically cut away and they're like, Trump 2024. And I'm like, (laughs) so we're just voting for the same people over and over again. It's the same five people. And we wonder why things don't change. Yes. Yes, I know. Well, you know, I'll go back to, you know, one thing I've realized is why I still get recognized across the state. It's because I just haven't shut up. (laughs) It's kind of my reason. (laughs) I just haven't shut up. Like, I still care. I still want to change stuff. And I still come up with ideas. And you remember, Greg, when I was on Joe Rogan, at the end of Joe Rogan, he said, Larry, you got to lock your ideas down. And I was like, why? He's like, people will steal them. I'm like, go, steal them. Fix my state. I can go back to work. I can stop doing this because you will have fixed my state. 
crazy. Yeah. Yeah, and Mark actually listened to you because he stole your uh, end of status Cuomo. He liked that idea. Yes, that's right. He did steal it. Would have been nice. I got a little bit of credit, but fine. It's all good. And I see, I, 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 I see, I see Chuck Schumer's running around doing the full Schumer now. I know. I couldn't believe it. For those of you don't who haven't heard this, Chuck Schumer, our amazing and awesome, clearly I'm joking, uh, senator, says, you know, I cross the state every year, and now he does the full Schumer. No one's ever heard of that before. He did it because I do the full sharp. He was like, oh, I'll take that too. I'll call it the full Schumer. <laughs> Brilliant. They just steal all my stuff. It's fine. You guys know better. Hey, well, if you got to get him in there uh, somehow, then, you know, I guess if it's got to be that way, it's got to be that way. But I'd rather have Larry Sharp for governor, honestly. I appreciate that, my friend. Me too. <laughs> Absolutely. Me too. Thanks so, for the call, my friend. I, I appreciate it. I, yeah, I guess that's all. So thanks, and uh, yeah, keep fighting the good fight. Thank you, brother. So yeah, the I would ask any of you, do any of you remember ever being able to go to a Chuck Schumer event? And maybe you do. Let me know. I mean, it, the, the chat's exploding. I had to grab a couple of these chat comments. But do any of you remember going to a Schumer event and being able to actually ask Chuck Schumer a question and answer it? The thing that I remember that shocked most people when I was running, and even now when I still cross the state, I haven't crossed it yet this year. I will. I probably do in the summer is my assumption. Maybe even the fall, I'll cross the state again. And when I did, people are shocked because they go, oh, I asked you a question and you actually answered it. I gave you a problem and you actually gave me a solution. They don't always like the solution to be forward. And some people don't like everything I have to say. But I hope at least that you'll believe that I care and that I've changed my mind on things. People have changed my mind more than once on things. But every time I come out with an idea, never any more taxes and never force. Every solution is indeed a free solution. It is a libertarian-based solution for everything. And the one I bring up often, because we're talking about it now, is police reform. My original police reform idea that I came up with last summer, I had to adjust it. Because again, in my head, I live in New York City. That's how I see police forces, right? That's, I'm biased that way, clearly. But I'm open about my bias. I tell people where I come from. I want you to know where my head is. And I had people actually come back to me and go, Larry, that's not really accurate when it comes to more rural policing. So I was like, oh, let's have a conversation. I brought a law enforcement officer actually on the show and we kind of hashed it out again. And I went, you know what? I've got to change my view. My view was biased by where I'm raised, where I live. So I need to adjust my view for the rest of the state. I know it sounds crazy, right? But no, that's what politicians should be doing. That's what we all should be doing if we all want the same thing. Do we want good policing in our neighborhoods, in our communities, then we should adjust it if we're unhappy. And if we are happy, we shouldn't have to adjust anything if we're happy. That's the issue. So I do think that most people at least know I'm coming from the right spot. So I hope they do at least. Otherwise, why are they watching? So let me grab a couple of comments. A lot of these explode. I grabbed some from the internet. My do sense says five slashings in a week on the subway. Yes, for those of you who don't know, violence in New York City is still exploding. Five slashings 
on the subway this week. And here's the worst part. Only half the ridership from its max. Half. And five slashings in a week. And our, our mayor is like, shut up and take it. He just, look, just give him another 20% of your pay. And then we will finally have that, you know, socialist utopia he's been talking about for years. So stop complaining and give him more money. And we'll have it. Freaking ungrateful people. See you getting slashed. That's how he thinks. So his answer, of course, then becomes all of a sudden now, he's like, well, we'll just put more cops in. This is Mr. Defund the Police. This is Mr. Defund the Police. We put more cops in because that's the only answer. Yeah. My two cents says people are poor. They have no job or trying to do anything. Idle hands are tools of the devil. I, I can't agree with that more. The year that we had in lockdown, the year of this forced lockdown has made so many people change in negative ways. And if you were already on the border, oh, you went off the edge. You went off the edge. If you were off the edge, you went down the rabbit hole. And if you were already okay, you went to apathy. It shifted everybody, not everybody, I'm exaggerating. A lot of people, that's more accurate. It shifted a lot of people into a negative space. You are completely right. And particularly if you all of a sudden realized that people who were relying on handouts or relying on charity, and when people don't have enough money to give it charity, and the government isn't doing its job, and the government won't allow you know, local communities to support, they're all in a bad spot. You're, you're completely correct. Absolutely. Um, he says, poverty leads to drugs, and drugs lead to homelessness. Uh, people, you always have a home if you are high. Ooh, interesting. To stop people from voting, you keep them distracted, or better yet, lock them up. Free labor then. Wow, that's, that's a harsh one. But I think there's some truth to that. I'm not sure that poverty leads to drugs. I'm not sure that's true. I think helplessness or lack of purpose will lead to drugs. And many people who are, po- who are poor believe that they're helpless or hopeless. I think that's true. So I think by default it does. But you could be poor and not be on drugs. I don't think that's necessarily the same thing. Um, but I think I see where you're going. Some interesting comments, guys. We are making people think. That's what I love here on A Free Solution. Larry Sharp, also host of The Sharp Way Show. Follow me on The Sharp Way Internet Things, The Sharp Way, and also here on A Free Solution. Larry Sharp, WYSL, back after the break. Why do businesses choose to move their website from Wix and Squarespace to Simple Tech Innovations? Maybe it's their excellent customer service or attention to detail. Maybe it's their ability to give a truly customized solution. Or perhaps they just like the fact that Simple Tech is a local small business that builds great relationships with its clients. Whatever the reason may be, you can rest assured knowing that the local team at Simple Tech has your best interest in mind when building or updating your website there 
hands-on and love helping customers achieve their goals. But don't take my word for it. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. If your website doesn't match your dreams or isn't achieving your goals, give the professionals at Simple Tech Innovations a call today for a consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. Hey, it is Larry Sharp, and I am back here on a free solution. Yes, I am host of the Sharpway Show most nights on the, during the week. You can check out all the cool Sharpway things. But I'm here on a free solution. WISL Rochester, New York, WENYN, ENI, Elmira Corning, the Patriot, WACK in Newark, New York, the cool Newark, 585 346 3000. Before the break, I was talking about mostly the comments that have been popping in on the web. You guys have been very active on this one. Uh, I think I hit a nerve when I talked about Hillary Clinton coming back to New York and Giuliani coming back to New York and really the legacies that we've been uh, dealing with. Yeah, it, it's true. Jim says she was a carpetbagger. Yeah, Jim, but the problem is so many carpetbaggers act as though they're not. Try to pretend that they're really one of us or whatever the case may be. She didn't, and it didn't matter. Nobody cared. That's the worst part. Nobody cared. They were like, that's it. Nobody cares. We just want her. They were so worried about moving her forward as a legacy, they didn't care at all. That is a crazy thing. Andrew says, as a Democrat... I'm voting for a third-party candidate in order to get third-party candidates on a debate stage. Andrew, this is a smart move. When you get third-party candidates on the debate stage, and what people don't recognize, most people don't, they think left versus right is the right way. It's debate. It's, you know, one side or the other. That's not what happens. What actually happens is the left just attacks the right. The right just attacks the left. That's it. When you have a third party, you have to actually have answers because a third party will always bring it to that. It's the only way a third party can win. That's what they have to bring it there. You're totally correct. It's a very smart move. Ed says, well, I don't know Giuliani would have a chance, but Zeldin isn't a good choice. Possibly Gibson have a good chance to be the Republican candidate against Cuomo. This is a valid criticism. It really is, Ed. You know, I, Derek Gibson, most of you don't know Derek Gibson. He isn't that popular, but he's an outsider. The only problem that Gibson has is Gibson is also directly attached to Trump also. That's his only issue. But he's definitely an outsider in that case. I'll give Gibson that for sure. Zeld's not an outsider. He's a current congressman, um, Trump's lawyer. So I think Gibson probably is an outsider. The only worry I have with him is he's also attached to Trump. And when you have a three-to-one New York state, and most people who do like Trump or who would like Trump, the people who are leaving, heavily those people. How do you get around that? How do you make the real impact with that being the reality? It's a tough one. But I, I see your point, though. I do definitely see your point. So Aaron says, me, been in North Carolina for nine months. Everything is better down here except for the pizza and the liquor stores. 
<laughs> it's actually funny. But no, a lot of people, some of you may know my story. The actual finer, final trigger that got me to run for governor was when I went to North Carolina to think about leaving New York State, thinking I'm done. I, I can't handle this anymore. This was back in 2017. Yes, 2017. When I was thinking, oh, 2016 maybe. I don't remember. One of the two. I was down in North Carolina looking at, in this case for me, for what I do, I need a big city. So I was looking at Charlotte as a large city for me to still do my consulting in. And it was better in many ways. Aaron, you're right. Cheaper, less taxes. I could sell my home here in Queens and buy a mansion in North Carolina and pay less taxes and still be able to have a better lifestyle. And I got angry. I didn't move. I got angry. And I said, why does my state suck? And I realized it wasn't my state that sucks. My state's amazing. My government sucks. That's what sucks. My state does it. My state's awesome. The government's terrible. I thought, you know what? I'm gonna try to fix something. Clearly that did not work. <laughs> but I'm, I haven't quit though. I haven't quit. Clearly it hasn't worked though. Nate says, legacy candidates don't work. Haven't we figured that out with Cuomo? I, I know. I know, Nate, you would think that we figured that one out. We need something different in this state. The current status quo isn't working. Also, Republican Party in New York State is useless for the most part. They all went along with Cuomo's power grab. You know, it's funny. There are a couple. And there's a similar issue here. Similar issue here with the national Republican Party and now the local Republican Party here in New York State. And that is you do have some rebels in the Republican Party here in New York State who actually don't just go along with Cuomo. There are a couple of them. Um, those of you who don't know, um, there are many people who are behind the Kick the Crown um, movement. It's Kick the Crown. I think it's .com. And it's about getting rid of, you know, the uh, the king that we have. His Majesty, King Andrew Cuomo II. Oh, hello, King. Um, that we're trying to get rid of him. So there are some, Nate, you're correct. But in many of them, and to be forward, I don't, how do I say this the right way? I don't want to remove all responsibility, but they're also in a tough spot. His majesty runs this state with an iron fist. He goes out of his way to punish those who are his enemies. And he goes out of his way to make sure he will punish them without giving them money. So they will suffer locally. So if you want to be able to give some money that's been stolen from your county or your local district and get some of it back into your county or district, there's a party that kind of has to get along, you know, to, to get something. And I know that sounds terrible and I'm not trying to take away responsibility. I'm just trying to re let you know that it may not be as easy as you think, right? It's not as easy as going, I'm going to fight Cuomo no matter what. Then all of a sudden you don't get the cash you need and they're taking the money away and you don't get any assistance you need for your own people you're supposed to be supporting. And then they all suffer because you're righteous. I see value in that, I do. I also see an obvious difficulty and a challenge in that, which is why you hear me constantly talking about the more we're local, the better, right? In my perfect world, all of our districts are divvied up by county. That's how it should be divvied up. Either multiple counties, or part of a county, not a line that goes through gerrymandered through six counties. You're, you're, you're making sure that our state senators, that I'm sorry, that, that our state representatives 
and our national representatives can't really represent well. We're, we're ensuring it. And we're, we're beholden to our executives. And I want to break that. The more localized we are, the more money that stays locally, the less corruption from Albany. You have local corruption. Absolutely. That was what happened. But you have a shot or a chance at repairing local corruption if the state government is not busy taking your money, but instead is busy defending your rights locally, which is what the state government should be doing. You have actual chance at stopping local corruption. But more important, if you get someone who's a real fighter in your county, they can actually make change because they're not beholden to Albany. My ideas are long-term solutions, not short-term. So you're right, and it's hard, and the system is against it. That's the issue. The system is against it. Laura says, California lost many people that they've lost the house seat. Us too. Many people are fleeing high taxes. Yes, and not just high taxes. And I want to be clear about this. It isn't only taxes. It is taxes, just not only taxes. It's also the lack of opportunity, right? I look at New York City, and New York City has literally been a, a communist state for decades, but it didn't matter because the opportunity was so amazing. When the opportunity is so amazing, we as humans, we pay the price. We're like, you know what? It's fine. It sucks, but all these great things can happen. I'll deal with it. I will suffer that so that I can get that opportunity. When the opportunity is not there and the taxes are bad, why am I here? That's the issue. So it is taxes. It's just not only taxes. That's the bigger issue. So, yeah. All right. Um, Aaron says, in a state where most of the politicians had parents in the game, that's all you get. Ooh. No, you're right. The problem I found, and some of you don't know this, this is an interesting stat. When I ran for governor, I was the only person running who wasn't getting a government check. Yeah, five people running, everyone getting a government check but me. So all of you were paying for your taxes for all four of those guys and gals to run, except for me. I was only one. The system, again, back to the system, it is set up to be either an establishment game or a rich guy's game. Sometimes it's gals game, but usually if you're wealthy, it's the guy the way to do it now. It's still heavily dominated by wealthy men. But women too. You could be a wealthy woman. So a wealthy person's game or an establishment person's game. If you're not either independently wealthy or an establishment person, you struggle. He'll go, well, Trump was an outsider. Yeah, wealthy. Bloomberg, an outsider. Wealthy. Yes. So you can be an outsider if you're wealthy. Why does many people not know Derek Gibson? He's not wealthy. There's the issue. It is a rich man's game. Sorry, I shouldn't say that. A rich person's game or an establishment game. One of those two. And that's a bad system. And that's one of the reasons why we keep getting legacy candidates. Because it's the same class of people or two classes of people. But if we have more localization, we have more of them. We'll have more people of a different class level. And that's what we need. This is not. It should not be a single class game. Not against wealthy, but you know how about us regular people? Us too, right? I, I think that's the right answer. Am I wrong? Tell me. Five eight five, three four six three thousand. Larry Sharp, of Free Solution. 
back after the break. Your business relies on computers and technology to operate. Slow, unreliable networks and servers can cause unplanned downtime and affect your bottom line. The experts at Simple Tech Innovations are here to help. Their preventative maintenance program ensures that your computers and network are kept up to date and monitored for any issues, keeping your business running smoothly. They also help clients achieve HIPAA, PCI, and New York State cybersecurity compliance to keep your network safe safe and secure. Whatever your business IT needs are, Simple Tech Innovations should be your first call. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. Call them today for a free consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. Free solution. Hey everybody, Larry Sharp here on A Free Solution. So happy to have you here. By the way, you know what I often talk about? Happiness. At the end of everything I talk about, I always come up with the idea of happiness. Why does that matter? I'm writing a book on happiness. Yes, I am. 100%. If you want to, head over to sharpway.com. Click that button, book. And you will see a new book coming out here in July. Yes, July of this year, the book by Larry Sharp and my awesome co-writer, Ed Hoffer, will be coming out in July. I hope you will join me right now. Though, don't go buy the book now. You can't buy it anyway, but you don't click on it yet. Instead, pay attention to me right now here. WYSL in Rochester, New York. W-E-N-Y-E-N-I in Elmira and Corning. The Patriot, W-A-C-K in Newark, New York. Before the break, we were talking you know, heavily about localism, changing the system, and why it's so hard for even people who want to do well to get elected and even to make change once they get there. It's not impossible. So I don't want to say, you know, there's no chance. I just would like some people who are so hard on the people who they want to make change and they're not able to, to recognize that it's just really difficult. That's all. Recognize it's very difficult. Jason says, keeping things local helps take care of big problems with government. Agreed. Totally right, Jason. We can test out ideas, see if they should be adopted. And if there's failure, the failure isn't anywhere near as bad as if it's on a massive scale. Yeah. He says, increased accountability, reduced bloat, and designed to be a springboard rather than a crutch. Yes, yes, and yes, Jason. Yes. It also means your little government can't point at big government as a scapegoat. Everything Jason says, yes, he's correct. One of the reasons why I do push localism, and I want to be forward, localism is not a panacea. It doesn't cure everything. It doesn't make everything wonderful. It just makes things better. You are still going to have some corruption. That's never going to go away. But you got a shot at actually making it better. You got a shot at changing it. There is literally less corruption because of a very important reason. It's not as lucrative. Just a look at it simply as New York State versus a county or a school district or a, a, a police district. If you're going to say, hey, if I pitch New York State and I win something, whatever that thing is, 
And I, I get to be now in 62 counties or all the school districts or all the police districts with one pitch. That's a lot of money. That's worth corruption. That's worth cheating. That's worth lying. That's worth stealing. That's totally worth it. But if now I got to pitch each county, is each county worth it? Yeah, not really. Some of the bigger ones, maybe, maybe worth it. Otherwise, it's just not worth it. Not that I wouldn't do it because I'm still a bad guy who would do bad things, but I'm only doing it because I think it's worth it. So it allows the counties that are in that situation to spend the resources to be more transparent. You're in Brooklyn with 2.3 million people. You probably want to be more vigilant than if you're in, I don't know, Hamilton County with 4,500. So either way, you could spend it right. It makes it better. So Jason, absolutely correct. Brian says, Ross Perot was a wealthy outsider. Duopoly made sure that can't happen again. You're right. It is so hard, which is why for those of you who might be thinking, why aren't more independent people running for president? Because it's virtually impossible to get 50 state ballot access. They keep you off the ballot. For those of you going, well, if you guys would have better candidates or if you guys would have better this, we'd vote for you. It doesn't matter if we can't be on the ballot. Literally every single year, judges keep us off the ballot. And I'm gonna tell you right now, thank you for this, Brian, what happened recently here in New York State. In New York State, Libertarian Party sued, said you can't change ballot access after Larry Sharp got the party ballot access. You can't do that. You can't just change it. We got it in 2018. We have to keep it. And they said, you know, you can't just change it and not put us on the ballot, not let us get on the ballot. Particularly with COVID, how horrible is that? And the judge who saw us didn't give a damn at all, at all. Don't care, too bad. Your, your party doesn't matter. What matters is the value, overall good of the state. I'm not joking. So he said, that eh, matters, you guys don't matter. So your ability to have a political party, your ability to have a voice is irrelevant. This is how our judges think. So for all of you go, just get in the ballot. When we have judges like that, how? When it just literally says, your political voice does not matter. Not important. Not valuable. That's what a judge says here in New York State. How, how can I get in the ballot? How do we have a chance to actually get a vote? And the worst part is, every judge who stops you from getting on a ballot if you're listening, I know you're not, but if you are, or tell them if you know them, shame on you. What's the damage? What is the damage of letting someone on a ballot for a vote? Where is the harm? Well, Larry, it's some stupid law somebody made. Yeah, it is a stupid law somebody made, and you're a judge, and you know it's a stupid law, and you should go against it. You're a judge. That's your job to do that. The cops can't. They got to follow the law. You're the one who go, this is dumb. I'm not doing this. And I'm going to go down a crazy. I'm sorry, you, you, you got me going, Brian. It's your fault. I'm going to go down a crazy road for a minute. Let's assume for a second that something nutty happens on a ballot. Um, the people of Tulsa, Oklahoma decide, for some reason, someone uh, puts my name on a ballot for mayor of Tulsa. That happens. I don't live in Tulsa. Never have. No residency. 
could never be the, the mayor. I don't know the city, wouldn't be able to run it anyway. I don't even know the city. There's no way I could do the job. I'm totally unqualified. But they put me on a ballot. And a judge, and a judge messes up and forgets and whatever, and I'm on the ballot. So I should not be on the ballot. I'm not even able to be the mayor. I'm sure there's some form of residency rules, which I couldn't even do it even if I won. So I can't do it. I have no money, no campaign, but I get on the ballot. What's the harm? Even in that crazy scenario, I just, I just went down to a crazy scenario. What's the harm? None. None. But Larry, what if they have like matching funds or something? Great, which means I have to raise a certain amount of money, don't I? I'm not in Tulsa. I'm not going to raise money for that campaign. I can't. I don't have anything. It's impossible. So I'm not going to get any extra matching funds anyway. But let's say for some crazy reason, I get on anyway. Who's going to vote for me? They don't know who I am. They're going to vote Larry, whoever, and they're going to vote for the guy or gal they like. But let's go down even crazier. I win. 51% vote for me. For mayor of Tulsa, Oklahoma. That actually happens. So what? I can't become mayor. What did they just tell those two people who are running? They didn't want those two. So you now have to have a new election. As you should, because the people didn't want those two. They voted for some guy they never heard about in New York City. So clearly they don't want your guys. In fact, if that happens, my, my candidacy was a good thing. The people of Tulsa will have to get a redo because they didn't like who they had. Well done. There is literally no harm, but we do it constantly. It's not the answer. Localism matters. It is the answer. 100%. It is the answer. I'm glad that people are thinking that way. Letting people on the ballot is a good solution. Letting people on the ballot is free. Giving us more choice is a good solution. And it's free. It's a free solution. That's the show. Guys, thank you so much for today. I will see you all in a couple of days.